You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Joined by David Cohen. Hello, David. Hello. That music playing in the background, obviously, for, well, anybody that, you know, was of our generation at the very minimum knows is the theme song from uh, the 1980s hit Top Gun, which yep. made a, I guess you'd say, a triumphant return last year in 2022 with Top Gun th- Maverick, the, uh, the sequel. I, I think uh, triumphant. Lives. I mean, it, it's very rare that you see a blockbuster movie to be so well received as that was. Yeah, it, it got really good reviews. Uh, a ton of people watched it. It was surprising. I didn't. Maybe I shouldn't be surprised. It is Tom Cruise, and people love Tom Cruise. But I, well, it, it was still it was huge hit. So, I think actually the 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 reason it was so successful is that i think tom cruise is a little bit like us i think he he's he's maneuvered his star power in now and obviously now he's a producer and he gets to choose his projects and he's apparently been um talking about top gun sequel for years but constantly not doing it because he didn't feel the approach was right until he felt the right people were in place, the right story was in place. And I think because he was so, and, and he's famous now, you know, we, we, we saw during COVID him as a producer sh- shouting at people on the Mission Impossible set because he didn't feel they were taking COVID seriously. And he, he talked about um, when he was shouting those people about, you know, how many people these movies employ and how they rely on that for the for their income. And it's really important. I think he's a really passionate filmmaker and I think he believes that films should be done a certain way. And I suspect the reason that Top Gun Maverick is so successful is because it's not, he did, it wasn't made like a conventional big blockbuster movie sequel of today. So it wasn't for a start. It had a, a, you know, I mean the original Top Gun did not have the world's, you know, most uh, literary story, but it had some emotional heart to it, and this one does the same. Yep. And it actually builds off the original story. It doesn't do what so many sequels do nowadays, which is just kind of pretend the original didn't happen or um, just continue in the same vein. Um, it actually is affected quite a lot by the, uh, the, the occurrences that happened in the original movie. Uh, and secondly, the way it was made was very traditional. Um, yeah, those were think- not CGI aircraft. I, I'm sure we saw a lot of CGI on the screen that we didn't realize we were seeing. Because well, probably the beginning sequence where he's well, in the yeah. Mach 10 fighter thing. Well, obviously, but but I, I suspect what they do is is they, nowadays, I think he would have used CGI to remove things from the screen that he didn't want you to see as part of the filmmaking sure. process. But the, the reality is, and if you've seen some of the featurettes around this, is all of the actors... Uh, and he had a great cast in this. All of the actors who were in the planes were shot in real fighter jets um, during their acting sequences. Whereas in the original one, you can tell because it was the eighties, you can kind of tell that they're in a they're on a gimbal set. But in this one, they were actually were in the aircraft, uh, and the aircraft were pulling maneuvers as they were acting. Um, and then all the um, an awful lot of the flight scenes were filmed with real F-18 fighters with the help of the Navy. And um, it gives the movie a certain visceral reality that you just don't often get in movies nowadays, no matter how great the CGI is. And um, I think his uh, Cruz's willingness to do that, and he's famous for doing that, but basically to in- impose that and get the rest of the cast to agree with that really gave this movie the... <clears throat> the authenticity that the original had because the original was done quite in with a, with a lot of military involvement and quite the same way they did um, yep famously and, yeah and and i think the fact that that 
Tom Cruise is now a big enough star that he can get a movie like that made because nobody else probably could. Maybe with the exception of James Cameron, if that was his bag. Um, to actually influence the movie-making process, I think, is what made um, Maverick successful. And not to discount the fact that star, uh, Tom Cruise himself, you know, he, he really... He made you believe that this was the same character 30 years on, which I think for a, a kind of a, a comic book style, you know, fairly thinly painted character from the original movie was actually quite a, a tour de force of acting. Yeah. My you know? only problem is they did exactly the same story again. Well, yeah, but I, I think even there, I mean, it was, I mean, it has to be the same story. It has to be, you know, well, we have to train. And then after we train, we're going to go into a battle. I mean, that is kind of what no, it has to be. No, that's not just that, though. They had the homoerotic sports scene on the beach again. Well, I think I think there was some stuff they did that to deliberately throw back to the original movie. Yeah, that was, and then, that was and in then, there for the fans. But the most unrealistic thing was a bunch of Generation Y, I guess. They're not X, because we're Gen X. Yeah, like two generations after us, they're all in a bar and they all can all sing a, a, a classic '70s song. Yeah, yeah, I, well, right. I, yeah, it, again, it, it it's, was so it, ham-fisted with its, you know, yeah, throwback. Yeah, I, I, like, I get what you, you say. You, we don't I actually need thought, that. I thought the throwback stuff. You know that I'm not a fan of that in Star Wars and stuff like well, that. Well, I know because um, you were trying to you you destroy star wars for doing it and then they do yeah. it worse than i've ever seen in maverick and they like, do yeah uh, but they have to have that no they didn't I, I, they didn't have I, to have any I, of that yeah i i i get what you say and, and you're right some of those didn't really all land of very them, well but all of them none of them landed well none of them did they didn't need any any of them period we didn't, we didn't well, need to see a bunch of... It was so... It took me completely out of the movie any time well, well, they did such a... The reason a the reason they the reason they did it was to throw back to the scene where Goose was playing Great Balls of Fire in the bar in the original movie. And you know, they, we didn't that need was to, to be, try and give emotional resonance to... And it didn't. To, it did the opposite well, for me. It was like, oh, yeah. come on. These guys don't yeah. know this freaking song. Well, that, <laughs> come on. That, that's true. Um, None of them would have known You know what? I was really... Uh, I was I I was struck. Um, you know, it's one of those one of those incidents when you realise how old you are. Yeah. There was an episode of the UK Apprentice on this week, and mm-hmm. it's the um, it's the uh, they will have one in every season where they have to go out and find stuff and you know off a list, and they have to buy it all, and the one who buys it the cheapest wins. And one of the things they had to find was um, the nineteen seventy four Eurovision Song Contest winner, which was Abba's Waterloo. Um, and the specification said you need to find this song, and then it said forty-five, and they were all going forty-five. What's that? <laughs> you know, and then they, they, get, they end up in a, a record shop. Record, yeah, yeah, and they end up in a record shop, right? Because um, at least they realise that, and they go into the guy who owns the record shop. So, so what's a forty-five? Is that a type of record? And they had no idea. And one of them even said, "Oh, is it like a CD?" Yes. <laughs> yeah, just. Just made me feel quite old. So you're right. I mean, people of the modern generation probably wouldn't know Great Balls of Fire. They probably would be singing something else. So I enjoyed the movie. I actually, I didn't go to a theater, and I know you didn't either because you just watched it. I just watched uh, it. I bought it on YouTube, yeah. and yeah. I used it as my checking out. I guess you'd say the Oculus Rift because you can watch movies. You can watch yeah. YouTube, anyways, and it yeah. was. The sound wasn't as good, obviously, but man, the visuals was amazing. Sitting there and and it looked like I was in an IMAX theater. It was yeah, it was amazing. It looked yeah. Great. I, in fact, Leanne said to me, and she's not she very often doesn't feel things like this, but she said to me, she said, you know what, this we watched it on our big TV at home, and she said this this movie really will be better in the theater. Yes, yeah, very you few, know. I think are, nowadays, anyways, look better in a theater, or you don't really need the theater experience. But a few, yes, and this is definitely one of them. I, you know, yeah. A through E, I guess E being the worst, you fail, and A being great, I would probably give it a, a B minus at the best. Yeah, maybe slightly higher than that. But um, you know, yeah. I thought it was. I I, I thought it, if you if you'd never if you'd never heard of Top Gun and you watched it just on its own, I'd would give it a B. I think with the fact that it was actually a 
spectacular sequel to a 30 year old movie i would move it up a bit probably a b plus maybe an a minus but uh, yeah, i just I really, too much really of it is unrealistic the having the f- fly through the cannons that was stupid i mean there's well, just yeah. so many things that i'm just like this is just dumb why are they doing this there's well, so many different things yeah. they could have done and then they refused to name the enemy or the enemy aircraft what well, they, they called that's it? the same as the original Third one. generation <laughs> no they called <laughs> it the mig yeah, yeah, but they didn't say who, which country it was. Um, no, but you were, back then, this, MiGs were Russian. Everyone knew so, that. They didn't so say Leanne sixth generation having, or whatever they kept saying yeah, in this movie. Leanne and I were having a game to try and pretend who the country might be. Um, and uh, I think I settled on North Korea. She was going for uh, Iran. And, of course, then when they actually fly into the canyon, it's all covered in snow. And it's just like, well, that's, that doesn't work. <laughs> You know, so uh, I think we all know who it was meant to be, but uh, I think we yeah, also Russia know that, again. Well, yeah, but yeah, but the problem is, is no other country um, apart from the US with their massive <laughs> military industrial complex would would develop and deploy these fifth generation fighters because neither would the, Russia no, because they tried and they were they're being beaten by homemade drones now. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, in fact, it was maybe it was Canada they were invading, or maybe yeah, well, maybe come on. maybe uh, maybe Alaska was starting to develop its own nuclear weapons. I, I think it was the... Texas. <laughs> yeah, but it was snowing, so it has to be the Texas climate Alaskan change. secret climate message. change. <laughs> climate change. Well, well, there's one thing you won't get a Texan to ever admit is that climate change is real. So uh, the bad they, bat. actually that would have been that would have been a good that's a good plot is you find some country that is um, has found new reserves of oil and you don't want all that carbon to come out of the ground so you have to go and bomb the well yes blow them <laughs> up so a couple of different things came out on streaming um, the Bad Batch from Star Wars is back now season two yep. animated of course it's kind of a continuation of the Clone Wars um, TV series yeah. The first season started off kind of weak. Um, I, I didn't like that they put this young girl, for some reason, has an Australian accent. Um, it's kind of a key figure in the group. I, I don't think it works. I still don't think it works. I know what she's designed to be, why she's there. Um, she's, yeah, she's meant to bring in a yes. younger audience. Well, not only that, they got to add some kind of a character to give it humanity. Uh, to yeah. bring these clones back to you know what they could be, not just what they were designed and grown to be. Uh, so I get it, but it's it's a, such a terrible character. I wish they'd kill her off. Um, but so far, season two, it's pretty good. I think it's better than season one so far. It's yeah. not saying a lot, but it's definitely worth watching. I, I mean, I think I think props to props to Disney for you know continuing on these. You know, the, the Clone Wars was such a success and props for them to for not just kind of rehashing that, but actually doing something different um, that's a little bit different. And, and I think, you know, one of the uh, one of the beauties, I think, of, of the Clone Wars and what they did was they mined that rich gap between the movies yeah. to really get, you know, some great, great stories out and uh, and really enrich some of these characters. And it's paying dividends now because characters are now coming back into the live action stuff. Um, and I think they should continue to do that. So, uh, you know, not everything everybody uh, that they do is going to be a, a massive success. I remember Rebels when it first started. The first season was really a little bit iffy. Yes. Uh, and then it kind of hit its stride. So, Well, they stopped uh, you know, trying hopefully- to pretend that Ezra Miller was a, a, a little kid, like he kind of was in the first season, and it didn't yeah. work. He's like, he's way too skilled for to be a little kid, you know, that he can well, run yeah, rings around and, everyone. And, and once they turn him into like a, you know, a, 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 a Jedi apprentice, Jedi 2.0 later on in the season, in the series, then, then it got a lot better because it came, became far more interesting. And he is, um, kind of a central figure in the Osaka. No. Yeah. Uh, because, because yeah. he, he disappeared at the end of the, uh, rebel series. And now they want to explore what might happen to where him, he so, went. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, the voice actor who, who, well, who's the voice actor uh, from the cartoon series is going to be at the spring Grand Rapids Comic Con that Cole and I are going to, and he wants to meet him. Cool. Like, That's cool. You see that uh, the Willow series finally hit on Disney Plus, and it's completed its first season. 
Yeah, I've not, I, I've not watched it yet, but uh. I was uh, skeptical because the first movie, because I watched the trailers and it seems to take itself very seriously, and yet the movie itself was very campy, eighties, not very good. <laughs> yeah. Hold on a second. Cult, a cult classic, I think, is what they call that. You know, it's when when it comes out and and everyone goes, well, this is garbage, and then yeah. over time people come to love it a bit more. Yeah, Never Ending Story is another one. It, yeah. that was a, it's a terrible movie and yet everyone has great nostalgia for it now so with the willow series they got you know as many of the original actors as they could um obviously val kilmer you know with his health issues can't really well, yeah i mean that, that was that was something else that was i thought at least was very deftly done in in maverick where yeah. you know instead of just him being i mean don't get me wrong they had lots of lots of pictures of him on the wall but um many sequels would just leave it at that <laughs> and instead they go no he's really ill and he can barely speak but we're going to put him in the movie and not only that we're going to make it clear that his relationship with uh, pete mitchell with with maverick um is stronger than even it was at the end of top gun yeah um and and it and all it also you know gave them a very good um excuse for explaining why um 30 years on tom cruise is still flying jets rather than being retired or <laughs> yeah which so, was, uh, yeah, yeah i thought i thought it was really well done actually and it you know it was kind of poignant because that's probably the last time we're going to see val kilmer on screen so. well he's not in willow but yeah, his well, voice yeah, that would be that would be harder <laughs> yeah his voice is in it at one point kind of i think it's him yeah. i'm not sure but I, I didn't know what to expect with Willow. I watched the first episode, and then it took me over a month to come back and finish the series because right. I just wasn't very impressed. They were very true to the original, and I believe Ron Howard's involved, and most of the original actors were there. The young, I don't know what she was. Um, she wasn't a queen, but whatever she was in the first movie. Um, she was in it, and it's about her kids. The kid who plays... Uh, Flash in Spider-Man was in it. Yeah. And he plays a very pivotal role. And the funny thing is I was watching some show or movie that's at this point pretty old, like 15 years old. And he was in it as a little kid. And I was like, holy crap. I recognized him. He hasn't changed a whole lot. Um, I would give Willow the series a a solid C. It's average. Uh, they left it on a cliffhanger, so will they make another season? I don't know. Probably. Yeah. So it's interesting for uh, for us British fans because uh, you know, obviously uh, Warwick Davis, who plays uh, you know central one of the central characters, he's Willow. Um, he is Willow. Yeah. Um, a British actor is well known for. He was one of the Ewoks in Star Wars. He's very well known here. He's very. Um, uh, he does. He does a quiz show. Yeah, which he's quite good at. That's on in the afternoons on TV, and um, yeah, when when this came up, because obviously um, before it was being made, we didn't, we didn't know it was being made. There was a lot of mystery because all of a sudden he stopped appearing on the quiz show, and somebody else took over, and they didn't really explain why. And um, you know, he's really quite good on the quiz show, and um, the uh, it was one of his close friends, uh, an actress, who took over. And everyone was going, what's going on? He's, obviously, you know, being a little person, you know that sometimes they have health issues. Everyone was very worried that he was ill, and they were worried that maybe he caught COVID or something like this. And uh, people got quite concerned, and actually what it was was he'd gone off to film this. And uh, so he needed a few months to go and do that. And it came out after a, a few weeks, but it uh, it was it caused um, a minor controversy, I would say, in Britain for uh, for fans of Warwick Davis about what had happened to him. So, yeah, well, yeah. I could tell you, this is what happened to him. This is what happened to him, and you know what? He, he's um, as I say, he's 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 quite quite popular. Oh. He's very well loved here. I found um, out that what the other guy was on. The guy who Wait, played what? Flash in Spider-Man. Who played Flash. Yeah, I was trying to figure out. I saw him on an episode in Entourage from 2007. Right. Okay, I've got. I've got that to be honest. Me. Yeah, I don't. I don't care for the Flash character in the Spider-Man movies. You're not supposed to. Uh, well, uh, no, no, yeah, but he's kind of used as comic relief, and in the comics, he wasn't really just comic relief. He was 
you know, he was... Well, MJ he was more... a redhead, too, so, I mean, you got to let that shit go, man. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, maybe. So, one of the big things that's going on here in the States, anyways, with television is the series Yellowstone. And yeah. it's, it's very much a guns-first, super-violent show. And I watched the first two episodes of Yellowstone, the first series. This is uh, the Kevin, Kevin Costner, Costner yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just couldn't get into it. It was, eh, it was okay, but I, I didn't understand. I thought, well, maybe if I lived in a red state, maybe that would help. And I think yeah, that's maybe. who it's, you know, kind of geared towards. This and is, then they came out with another one that's like eighteen something, like yeah, the first so, generation. So, so Yellowstone is, uh, as far as I can understand from what I've seen, it's basically like um, Dynasty in the West. Yes, yes, that's exactly. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, it's exactly. Yeah, it's a, it's a family, you know, they're a, a tough family trying to own. fight against bad things going on that's going to affect their land and their business and all of this sort of thing. And it's you know very much the patriarch and the and the the what goes on with the family around them type of thing yes. set out in the in the in the ranching country in wherever it was like montana or somewhere like that what the heck was that i don't i i've got to be honest i'm i'm presuming it's not in california which i was where i thought yellowstone national park was well no it's not yellowstone national park i think it's like wyoming and wyoming, the fa- right. family owns like thousands of acres of land and half of wyoming yeah uh and then this new series had come out. It's eighteen something. Doesn't this matter. Is, this this is how the family got started. Yes, uh, and it has another another gruff patriarch in Harrison Ford. No, that's the different. That's a different one. That's a different um, one. Isn't yeah. It? Right. So this well, one had that, Sam. That's Elliott. a problem right there. Sam Elliott. Yeah, it's eighteen eighty three. Right, and it has Sam Elliott in it, and it starts in the most bleak awful way i mean like this guy's wife is dying of a disease and it's all he's thinking about killing himself it was just so depressing that after one episode i'm like i don't want to watch this shit jesus christ i mean this is awful so is the harrison ford thing nothing to do with this yes it does so now they came out with a new one yellowstone 1923 oh man so right so this is uh, this is what annoys me is you have something successful and you basically go they're just well it's cash grab for it it, by by redoing it in a different time period yeah that's exactly what they're doing not a fan yeah neither am i except i did watch well there's been four episodes so far um and there's a huge gap between episode four came out on January 8th. Episode five is coming out on February 5th. Say, like, Jesus Christ, the way to start building it up here, people I take a whole month off the beginning of the series. Yeah. Um, but I watched the first episode of this cause I kind of wanted to see what Harrison Ford is doing in television. And I was, it was really good. Yeah. Now this one, 1920, I don't care about the other ones. 1923 so far has been fantastic. Okay. Go figure. But it's got uh, Helen Mirren in it, too. So I'm like, okay. It's got two fantastic actors. Everybody else, for the most part, I don't really know. And they have a son that was in World War One, and he is now in Africa as like a big game hunter. And all of his stuff is shot completely separate. And that I don't know who this guy is, but he's a good actor, too. And everything in the series so far is... I'm really impressed. It's just really, really good. Still doesn't want to make me go back and watch the other series of the Yellowstone stuff. I don't care. Um, are they going to do? Good. Are they going to do Yellowstone 1968, The Summer of Love? No, they're going to do with, Yellowstone with Alan Cumming as the uh, as no. the uh, patriot. No, it, it's going to be <laughs> Yellowstone 2099. It's a Marvel series. <laughs> <laughs> That, you see, then that would be funny. So to move it forward rather than backwards, That's right. that would move, be funny. Move yeah. forward. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, it, so far, though, I, I do. It's pretty good. Um, and I, I now continue watching it until they lose Space. <laughs> Yellowstone on the moon. Yeah. The moon colony. Why not? You can do it. Um <laughs> So that's what I've been kind of watching lately. There's not a lot of things on right now that's grabbing my attention. I'm watching Poker Face. Um, mm-hmm. 
that's pretty good so far. I'm really enjoying yeah. that. Um, they're up to episode four, I think, four, three or four. Um, and it was a, the lady in it, the main character is from um, Orange is the New Black. Yeah, she now she did um, another kind of uh, sci-fi series where she was in a time loop. And every time she died, she reset a bit like um, Edge of Tomorrow or Groundhog Day. And she was fantastic in that. It was really, really good. Huh, I don't um, know that one. I'm yeah, following it was, up uh, her I think, I think it was a Netflix series as well. Really? Yeah. Um, I'm uh, trying to remember what it was Class called. Class Onion? Now. No, that's the movie. No. Big Mouth. I'm Losing You. Russian Doll. Russian Doll, that was the one. Oh, I didn't know what that was about. Yeah, it was really, really good. It was very clever. Oh, I'm gonna um, have to watch that. Yeah. Problem yeah, is, really I, you know, I'm I'm got two episodes more to go on the new series, and if I go and watch her and something else is gonna screw me all up. Right. But that's a kind of a good problem to have, I guess. You know, I put we we don't really do this very often, if at all. But I I came across a trailer for a movie from 1990 that I remember watching, but I. I just had a vague outline of it. So I went and found it online. It's called Short Time. And it's just a it's a dumb movie. It's about a cop who's in his last week or two of retirement. And he's very conservative when it comes to his health and his his safety and he's almost there and he's going through a divorce or he is divorced. It's never really made clear. This this sounds like half of the lethal weapon story yeah well and this is uh dabney coleman is the actor who has been a character actor in so many things he was in growing up in the 80s he was in everything it seemed he was in tootsie he was in on golden pond he was in nine to five he was in dragnet uh, i remember him principally him being in war games because he was the yes like the the computer head in war games yes um he he was um, he was such a staple of movies that as far as i could tell looking at this this is the only one that he was the lead in he was the well, lead character and if, so the, if the movie I, the wasn't premise, that great maybe that's why he never got any other leads he, i just, i watched it though i downloaded it yeah. in 4k and i watched it and it it looked okay in 4k um it really took me back because this is definitely you know shot in the in the end of the 80s it came out in 1990 but everything's the 80s and 70s in it and here's the premise and tell me this wouldn't work today with some big stars uh at the edge of retirement goes to get um a physical because he's gonna retire and some kind of a medical thing he has to have a physical before he retires for his benefits at the same time at the doctor office there's another guy and he's there for a drug test. So he the the other guy asks them, hey, do you think they can detect marijuana? And they're like, yeah, I think so, probably. And he's like, how do you know? And they pull up their badges. They're like, we're, we're cops. And he's like, oh, shit. And so he that guy switches the samples, switches the names on the samples, because they didn't print them out and put them on the bottles, and it was just a card. Again, <laughs> 80s, right? 80s, yeah. yeah. So he switches it, and it turns out he's got this super rare disease. Like three people in the whole world get it in a year. And it's at a a stage where you can't tell you've got it, but you've got about two weeks to live. So that's the premise. This guy finds out he's going to die. And he's got a $350,000 insurance policy from the department, but only if he's killed in action. So he goes from being this very conservative you know, do it by the book and wait for backup to he's a, he's a freaking maniac. He, he's going to go cause he so, wants to die on the job. So, so now it switched to the other half of the lethal weapons. Exactly. He, he, he goes from Danny Glover to Mel Gibson. Yeah. And he does it so well. I mean, yeah. he goes on this car chase and <laughs> it was well done. I mean, yes, it's a comedy, but the car chase itself is well done. And these cars are just beat up and these guys finally crash into him and it's they don't explode and they, like he crawls all that car and go, can't you idiots do anything right <laughs> uh it, it was it's a bad movie that's great if that makes sense mm-hmm. but it got me thinking of damney coleman and so i pulled up his imdb and 
I was just amazed that he started in 1965 and went uh, all the way up to uh, roughly 2016-ish. Yep. And he's 92. Yep. 92. I mean, I, I said that to you when, when I first opened this uh, this link you got. I, I went, wow, look how old he is. And then, I, of course, I realized that, you know, he was early middle-aged when we saw him in War Games, and that was in 83. Yeah. <laughs> so, of course, yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, – I always liked him in everything I ever saw him in. I always, he, he was never an actor that wasn't afraid to put himself as the jackass or the bumbling yeah. idiot or the one that gets made fun of. He'll do anything. It didn't matter. He could also play it straight, like um, You've Got Mail. Remember, he was Tom Hanks's dad. Yeah. I mean, I, talk about a really good actor, you know? Well, How many I, podcasters I are talking about Dabney Coleman in 2023, right? Yeah, but you... you um, I, I mean, I think a lot of people remember him partly because the name is unusual, Dabney. Um, I always thought the name was peculiar. Um, but... Uh, I I am I always wonder what what is it what's it like as an actor in Hollywood if you are one of these character actor types where you know yeah I would imagine you work more consistently maybe than some of the well here no, obviously not the big stars no but even the big stars you can be a big star and then you you know after about seven or eight years you can just not get any work anymore whereas these character actors just seem to keep working consistently i mean another guy i used to listen to his podcast is uh steven tobolowsky who um you remember in groundhog day he was uh ned he, ryerson he, he was on the mimac podcast that's right yeah he was i remember yeah. uh, a guy interviewed him yeah uh now he has he's just basically been in everything as yeah a he's the actor. new dabney coleman 100 yeah. <laughs> percent. he is he and he's in big big movies you're like oh my god he was in, and he, and he had, um, you know, he had a major role in Heroes, that TV series of yeah. Guys of the Powers. Oh, yes. He was, it was that, you know, um, yeah, great actor. And, and he, the, what was interesting about the interview he did with Guy and also his podcast is that because he's worked everywhere with everyone, he has story after story after story yeah. about all sorts of people in the industry. Interesting. Um, yeah. So let's uh, move on to the main focus of this episode, and that's the upcoming, not streaming, but the upcoming movies coming out this year. Because they, You know what? You, when you put this graphic in the notes, I mean, when you actually see it laid out like that, yeah. it's astonishing. Yeah, there's some, coming this year. there's some really good stuff coming up this year. Um, well, let's it's all just potentially go, really good. Well, <laughs> so Some of it will be good. Yeah, some of, some it, of it will be, be bad. Yeah. Uh, but good from a look what's coming, this is exciting type of thing. Yeah. Um, and notice there's no Star Wars on here. Mm. Yeah. I'm mm. thinking Star Wars is starting to come more streaming TV series than movies, which I'm fine with, by the way. I'm, I'm a, After what they did with excuse me, Andor and The Mandalorian, I'm good. I mean, yeah. we still get a Boba Fett, but, you know, you can't hit them all out well. of the park. I'm sure Disney's worry is that they don't make as much money from streaming on it as they do with the big blockbuster movies. But they've proved recently that they, they're struggling to deliver on the movie front. So so on January 6th, going by this um, thing that's laid out for us here, was Megan. Now, it's a horror film about a robot doll or something. I don't know. I see memes on it all the time. People are I've talking about it. I've heard it's actually it. pretty good. Yeah. And apparently one of the reasons is that... Um, it, despite the fact it's a horror film, it doesn't take itself very seriously. Well, that's always um, good. And it and it kind of has that. Um, apparently, it has that. Um, what was that? That set of movies where the devil keeps killing people because they, uh, death keeps killing people because he feels cheated. Um, I don't know. Final Destination, the Final Destination movies, which had lots of really creative, weird ways that people would be killed by death. And it was kind of comedic, even though it was they were being killed. Apparently, this has very much that same vibe to it. I must admit, I'm going to try and get hold of this and watch it because uh, I kind of fancy giving it a go. And who doesn't love a killer doll? I mean, we all love Chucky. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, February 17th, Quantumania. It's Ant-Man and the Wasp 3. Now, I've seen the every trailer for this movie so far i'm in it, it looks yep. fantastic i'm like well, oh yeah this is what yeah, i want well, to see all of the ant-man movies have been incredibly fun and paul rudd is a great great the producer kind of is saying it's like a it, he, he in fact he did say it's an avengers movie and ant-man's the only one who showed up 
Yeah, and 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 Paul Rudd, he he's really got that balance. He, in in some ways, kind of the same way that that Spider Man does in the comics, he's got that balance between serious and heroic, but also comedic at the same time. I think he um, dies in it. What in this one? Mm-hmm. You reckon? It would make sense because I know that they want to move the mantle of Ant Man to his daughter. Right. You know, she's not going to be Ant Man, of course, but basically that she's going to fill that void. So I think right. she's going to die. He's going to die in it, which you would reckon? be big for Marvel to do to kick off phase five, to kill off Ant Man, who's extremely popular. Yeah. I think would be very brave and, and a smart thing to do. Okay. Well, we'll see. But we'll see, but certainly, yeah. I mean, and not only that, this is Kang the Conqueror, who's yes. um, in some respects uh, probably a bigger big bad, maybe even Thanos. So, um, yeah, in some respects, I mean, Thanos. Let's give props to Thanos. He killed half the universe. Yeah, but I mean, couldn't make it stick. Didn't didn't stick didn't, the landing. Didn't stick the landing yeah. <laughs> now the next movie is one I I seen the trailers. It's completely stupid. I'm 100% in. I'm not going to go to the theater and see it. I'll wait till it's streaming. I have never even heard of this. Oh, my God, dude. So what happens? The <laughs> movie is called, called... Cocaine Bear. Yeah, that's exactly what the movie is. What? Is a bear strung out on cocaine? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And All right, it, I'm in. And it, and it has a scene. <laughs> it's so stupid. That they're trying to get away from the bear in like an ambulance or something. And the bear jumps through the air into the back of the ambulance. It's so funny and <laughs> stupid. So this is, a, this is kind of in the vein of um, Sharknado. Then, is it? No, yes and no. Yes, but no. It, it's you a gotta, bear goes on a drug fueled rampage. Yes. Because, because what bears really need, given how they are anyway, <laughs> is drugs. It is a because bump. you could just have bear goes on a rampage and there's a movie right there. You no. don't need the cocaine. No, cocaine, <laughs> cocaine bear. I mean, <laughs> I, I can't believe they did it. They, someone made this movie. This is so what, fantastic. What, what, what I want to know is how did the bear managed to hold the credit card to put the cocaine into a well, line. He's got, he's got sharp claws. He doesn't need the card. Yeah, but he can't grip. No, but he can... He can't he, grip a But, but, but he, he can he can make the lines with his claws. He's okay. Not that he's a bear. He probably, needs a, he probably uses a line that's about six inches wide. Yes. Next one, I'm kind of looking forward to... I'm not going to go to the theater to see it. The only one so far I will say I'm going to go see in a theater would be Ant-Man. The next one, though, I am looking forward to. Um, the villain is the same villain in Ant Man and the Wasp. Same character, same actor. What Kang the Conqueror? Yeah, he's in Creed Three. Yeah, Creed Three. No Rocky Balboa in Creed Three. Well, you know what? I I've not watched the Creed movies, and I know they're very they're good. Well, they're really they're, good. Oh, yeah, I know they're very well regarded, but just uh, you know, we talked at the beginning about how. Uh, Top Gun Maverick had basically the same story as the original one. Well, a boxing movie basically has the same story. It's like, you know, um, fighter of, of some reputation, you know, takes his licks, has an emotional crisis, wins the fight at the end of the movie. Yep. Uh, I'm just kind of, uh, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't excite me in the way that maybe it was when we got to Rocky Five. I decided that I was kind of done with Actually, it. Rocky, so I'd Rocky never watch any of the good. follow-up Rocky movies. Uh, but so, the Creed movies are good. You should watch them. They, right. Especially once they get past the Rocky stuff. Um, and it's, it is more about him. It, it's good. Uh, obviously, he's the son of Creed. No. Apollo son Creed's son. Carl Rocky Weathers. Yeah. March so whenever, 10th whenever, is... Whenever Carl Weathers appeared in anything, for a long time, it was Carl, quote, Rocky quote records weathers because that was what anyone knew him for no 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 for in before uh before um happy gilmore before before he appeared in star wars he didn't uh, wasn't in star wars oh well mandalorian yeah yeah uh the next one is scream on march 10th i guess now it's in new york it's a big city i've never seen any of the screams i have zero desire to i'm not a Uh, horror guy Again, it's you know how can the same mask kill so many people? Ugh, so stupid. Uh, the next one I am looking forward to. the The trailers look really good. Helen Mirren, who I just talked about, she's in this, and I love her and every, everything. Uh, I, I watched parts of Red the other day. I don't know if you remember that with Bruce Willis, yeah. and yeah, yeah, she was in that. She was great. 
Shazam! Fury of the Gods, March 17th. I will go to the theaters to see that. Yeah, I will. But I'll tell you, I rewatched the original Shazam just a couple of weeks ago. And yep. um, yeah, I found it didn't. I didn't enjoy anywhere there is as much. No, as it's a one and done type of movie to watch. Yeah, it didn't hold up on a repeat no, view. I agree. So 100%. Um, yeah, I'm hoping that I'm hoping this one is is good. John Wick Chapter Four comes out on March Fourth. That's going to be a streaming movie for me. I'm not going to go to the theater to see it. Yeah, I like the John I, Wick movies, but I don't know the mythology yeah. that they're building is kind of stupid. It's, it's it is getting very dense. Yes, um, and and it's a it, it's kind of a shame because actually the original movie was such a clever oh, concept. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and even the uh, second one was pretty good, but the first one. Well, yeah, yeah. but this. Uh, the second one, they kind of, uh, yeah, even the second one though was immediately like, so he's just been through all this and he's finished it and it's done and immediately he's pulled back into something else. And you just think, how, why did this guy ever think he was going to get out in the first place? Yeah. Um, and, and the problem is, is it now becomes excuses to yeah, put it's a trope in a situation to do his thing. Yeah. I yeah, saw a really and, good meme that it showed, um, uh, oh, what's his name from Star Wars that's the head of the Death Star. Peter Cushing. Uh, no, the actor. I mean, not the actor's name. The, the character. Uh, yeah. Grand Moff Tarkin. Yeah. So Tarkin's sitting yeah. there, and he is like, you know, fire, and the guy's like, "But sir," and he's fire, and then this planet blows up, and then it comes back and says, "But John Wick's dog was on that planet," and then it's a look <laughs> yeah, of I've like, "Oh my one. god." <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. Uh, yeah. The next one I'm on the fence about. Mm. I I still think I'm going to wait till it comes out. I'm not going to go to the theater f- for it. But they've had two big trailers. One of them was kind of goofy, and I was like, yeah, okay. And the next one seemed a little bit more serious, and I was like, okay, this might be good. And that's Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Thieves. They haven't done a really good D and D anything forever, ever, and. It's a franchise. You could go any direction with it. I mean, it, it really, it's it's unlimited. And the CGI and all that looks fantastic. The acting looks like the actors had a lot of fun doing it. Uh, yeah. I think it's going to going to be one of those movies that Chris Pine finally gets his own. Now that Star Trek seems to be dead, his own thing. Because um, yeah. I like I like Chris Pine a lot. Yeah, maybe I I think it's it's definitely got an uphill battle this one and they really need it needs to be really really good um i think it's going to be the surprise hit i think it's going to be one of those that starts okay and then gets bigger and bigger for the next couple weeks and people dungeons and dragons has really been through the mill in the last few weeks because they tried to make some licensing changes they upset an awful lot of their fan base and those guys they're you know they're uh, they weren't going to be carrying this movie anyway, so I don't well, think it makes any difference. I think they all would have gone to see it, and they now might, just to annoy Wizards of the Coast, not go and see no, it. And bullshit. that might affect the. the uh, no, that might affect will never happen. Office. Never happen. No? No. You don't think? No. They, there's zero chance that they could say whatever they want. Secretly, every single one of them, big D&D guys, no, they're going to go see this movie. <laughs> You think they're all going to be going in secretly? Um, yes, and you'll know, clothes. and you'll know who they are because you'll hear the tinkle of their dice in their pocket. <laughs> Next one, I have zero interest in Evil Dead Rise, April first. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, the next one, definitely going to be a streaming movie for me. The Super Mario Brothers movie, April seventh. Why? Well, why? Seriously, why? Nintendo likes money. I guess, but. Do we? I'd rather have a Zelda movie than Mario. I mean, well, to be honest with you, I think this is part of Nintendo's problem is they they're so Mario focused and they ignore a lot of their other, um, you know. I I I think a live action Metroid movie would be awesome. I think you're right. Yeah. 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 I, there, so I, there's a lot of properties they could do something with, but Mario is like the least interesting character they have. And the problem is, is that you know, again, they've. They've ditched the regular Mario voice actor, and they're using um, Chris Pratt, who awful, apparently sounds awful like Chris decision. Pratt. Yeah, and um, so look, I I understand that they saw what the Sonic guys did yep. with the Sonic. It's a hundred percent the reason. Yeah, which and you know what? Surprisingly, I really enjoyed both the Sonic movies. I thought they were really good, um, but 
it, it's a really hard thing to do and um yeah i'm kind of worried about this one and, at least uh, they're not going live action i'll say that but it's all yeah. animation yeah but you know at that point you know, you see well you're still left with that question of why i mean well, mario has such money. a rich um has such a rich background just from the video games he's in he doesn't really need a movie exactly yeah um may 5th definitely a theater for me and cole will probably want to go with me on this one guardians of the galaxy volume three looks fantastic i mean yep. the trailers it's james gunn it's the original cast uh, it, it you know it's going to be good you just do. and also it's it's the finale of the guardians yep um, yep so, they made it clear so. that that's the end for these characters yep we'll see um i i doubt we won't see them again I, we will well, um, I know th- I know a lot of them are, are kind of yeah until they looking f- until two years down the road to retiring getting, from the roles. Yeah. I know that Dave Batista in particular is yeah is kind of done with drugs. But that's okay though because I think that he is starting to hit his groove as a regular actor. He's not this, yeah. this wrestler guy anymore. Uh, he can yeah. actually act. He's a much better actor when you look at the wrestlers who kind of made the transition. The Rock yeah. can't act to save his life. He's the Rock in everything he does. No, there's nothing else he does. It's he's just the rock in movies. Dave Dave is way more talented, way better of yep. an actor. Uh, the next one, Fast X. Who cares? Nah. Can you just put a bullet in this franchise already? I I got about not even twenty minutes into the last one and turned it off. I was like, this is just so stupid, awful uh, acting. Well, it, it, we talked about John Wick before. I mean, over. 10 12 movies now you know they they've built this pseudo mythos as well about you know vin diesel and his family and it's just garbage yeah it's, who cares it's, it's just awful it's not it's not real they've just they think it's real but it's not real no so, yeah uh, I, the first fast and furious movie was great it really was it's hard to stomach now because of everything that's come after but that very yeah. first movie was really good it's a good movie yeah. um the next one, I'm it definitely will be a streaming. Julie doesn't like to go to movie theater, so it'll 100% be streaming. But my wife, when I first met her, the thing that she was into was The Little Mermaid. I mean, right. um, I don't know. I, I, I'm getting a little frustrated that Disney keeps remaking all their classic movies in live action. Instead Super, of making new movies. Yeah, just... Make a new animated movie. Yeah. You don't have to go and... And you're telling the exact same movie. Why? What? What's the point? I don't get it. Yeah. Um, the next one I'm definitely into because the first one was so fantastic. It's one of the best Spider-Man movies of all time. This one is Spider-Man. Um, it's the animated one across the multiverse or whatever it is. Um, yeah. The first Spider-Man animated series or movie was just fantastic with Miles Morales. Yeah, so good. I mean, I will put it right up there with any Spider-Man movie. It's that definitely. Good. Oh, definitely, it was really good. Uh, the next one, who cares? Another Transformers movie. Yeah, no, definitely. This that's another franchise that needs to die. In die. fact, every time Michael Bay makes one, he says, "I'm not doing these anymore." Yeah, and he makes and then he one. goes and makes another one. Then again, Bumblebee was good. Yeah, but Bumblebee was good, but. Uh, the reason it was good is because it didn't have all the other trolls. Right. Us. It was per- people focused in a realistic, yeah. somewhat situation. Uh, the but again, ending we're, we're, went off the yeah, rails. We're, but. we're in this situation where they've built this huge mythos that changes with every movie because they have new ideas. Yep. And um, the, the real problem with those movies is that when the robots start fighting, you can't tell who's who. And so no. you don't care. No, you'd lose interest. The next one is probably the most controversial of all of them. And I, I don't know how to feel about it. The yeah. Flash is finally coming. Um, I, I will I go see it in theater probably, but <clears throat> I don't know. I have an ethical problem watching anything with Ezra Miller now. Well, or not? Yeah, the, is that right? Ezra, I, yeah. I I agree with you. And the other problem is we know we and this and also Aquaman, which is on this list towards the end of the year. We know that that part of the DC universe is dead. We know yeah. it's it's been moved on from so it, it really um coupled with the fact that uh, ezra miller is apparently the world's biggest dick um it really makes you feel like well what's the point what's right. i i mean I, i'm i'm 
I'll be down on here. I'm not going to the movie theatre to see these. I will wait for them to come out. And if they've got not got great reviews, I won't see them at all. Yeah. Because what's the point? It's not where DC's going. So they're, they're just kind of, they stand on their own. Uh, and certainly in the case of The Flash, the way they stand is uh, pretty distasteful. So why bother, why bother giving them your attention? Disney's Pixar Elemental. I don't know anything about it. I've never uh, heard of it's, it. Yeah, so it's 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 um, it's about the elements: earth, air, fire, water. It's kind of it has a vibe of it the same way that Inside Out did. Yeah, where that's you know what you're, person- you're personifying things rather than people. Yeah. Um, look, yeah. you know, Pixar have been very much up and down the last couple of years, so um, it remains to be seen whether they're going to produce anything like the quality they've they were known for in the past so we'll see next one i am going to be waiting to see the initial reviews whether i go to the theater or not and that's indiana jones uh i don't know i do we need another indiana jones movie the the trailers look pretty good i got a little bit of uncanny valley with a young harrison ford a a few times but i don't know it it could go either way I, I, the only thing I'd say going for this is I think they learnt. It looks like from the trailers and the and the buzz around this, they learnt from some of the mistakes they made with the Crystal Skull. Yeah. Which is they they you know they were they were basically trying to rewrite the world to move it on and, and refranchise it, and they just made a terrible terrible job. Plus as well the the underlying MacGuffin because you know all these movies have a, have the MacGuffin which is the subtitle yeah. you know uh, apart from the first one of course um is uh it was was nonsensical <laughs> it just didn't make any sense so i hope they've learned from that and uh i hope that this one is better it does have phoebe bridge waller in who is not only who was she played the uh the robot in rogue one yep yeah and um oh did she was that the robot in rogue one or was that the robot in no not rogue one um, solo solo which was actually one of the better things about solo was yep. the the sassy robot yeah she's not only is she a great actress but she's also a screenwriter and she's written lots of very very successful things i i can only hope that her involvement improves this project immeasurably um and it, and they actually you know um they, i got, i was got the impression with with the crystal skull that that harrison ford didn't want to be there. Oh, hundred percent. He did not. Yeah, and and what well, the I'm whole movie didn't this need one, Indiana and, Jones. Know, let's face it, he's he's a gruff old bugger anyway. Yeah. But I, I really get the impression from the press and the trailers in this one that he really wanted to do this, and hopefully, if he really wanted to do this, that's because it's going to be good. I just hope there's some kind of a handover because if they want to continue Indiana Jones, they need to have some kind of a transition to a new person doing the role because. You're not going to get Harrison Ford again after this. You're just not. Well, let's face it. The guy's guy's getting. I mean, you know, he's no Tom Cruise, but he's he's uh, he's certainly willing to put himself on the line, even at a considerable age, to to deliver these. You know, a role that that's even, no matter what they how they do it um, is still pretty action packed. So yeah, I yeah, I don't know. He's I, he's not aging great, but I don't really blame him for that. I mean. Well, no, no, I'm not blaming him for it, but what I'm saying is, it, is it, it does put a natural lifespan on how many times you can have him in these movies, well, particularly as he's meant to be the action draw. Well, I said um, I was watching 1923 for him, and he's yeah. great in it, but he's also in another new sh- series on uh, Apple TV called Shrinking, and he's fantastic in it, but he's he's basically Harrison Ford in it, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's that guy. Yeah. Um, the next one... Uh, I'm not. Go- I know for a fact I won't go to the theater to see it. Uh, Mission, the new Mission Impossible. I just don't care about them. I really don't. Uh, you know I, what? I enjoy, I enjoy them. them when I watch them, but I don't yeah. go out of my way to watch them. No, exactly. I, I've still not seen the last one, which was also meant to be pretty good, but I've not got around to watching. It was it's okay. Like you say, I just remember Harry, Henry Cavill was in it with a mustache. Yeah. Yes. Um, other than that, I don't know. I don't remember anything about it because it's they're inconsequential. They don't mean anything. The next one I'm 100% in, although it's going to be streaming. You laugh. I'm serious. Barbie. Barbie. I, I, I tell you, I think... How, 
I, I mean, Margot Robbie, Maggie is, is in it. Um, Ryan's is, in you it. Know, I love her Harley Quinn performance. It looks stupid. Um, she's you can tell they had a blast she's making producing it. this as well. So do it. You know, she's Just a pretty smart cookie in terms of what she wants to deliver. So I don't. I, you know, unlike in the she's a great 80s, actress. 90s or something like this came along, we knew yeah. it would be terrible. This might be one of those yeah. things that's a little bit of a breakout because it's clever. It, I'm hoping it's going to be like the Lego Movie. When the Lego movie came out, we all thought, oh, you know, this is going to be... Terrible. And it was and it was brilliant because it was so subversive. And I'm hoping that Barbie think, is like yes. that. So we'll see. Yes. Oh, God. And it was great. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. The next one opens yeah. the same day, July 21st. I, I really want to watch this, although it's probably going to be streaming. Oppenheimer. Well, Oppenheimer was a controversial um, figure creation even when of, he was working on the Manhattan first Project. Atomic bomb. And of course, later in his life, now, I've seen movies that's based on that. I've seen a lot of them. They felt like this one unfairly, really it turns out. They, they felt uh, like he might um, he was a bit too left-leaning and might be feeding information to, yep. to the Soviets, um, which is, is pretty... It's pretty shocking for somebody who who literally won the war for for the U.S. You know, um, this is I think this is going to be really interesting. Well, yep. he finished. He, what the war was was being won, but they finished it a lot earlier than because they didn't have to invade invade Japan. And, well, the war you know, was kind of already won at that so, point. But um, that's somebody that's who really deserved far more props than he got, even though. Bizarrely enough, he invented, helped invent yep. one of the most, well, the most destructive weapon the exactly. mankind's ever produced. Very interest. Uh, this is going to be very interesting, but it looks like it's being done really well, which is is kind of what you want, you know. Yeah. Yes. The next Monica, one is the third Monica Marvel Rambo. movie of the year. Um, in the proper Marvel universe, uh, the Marvels, and it's uh, yeah. Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel, no. uh, a couple others. I, I, yeah, I don't know much about it yet. They haven't released any trailers or anything. I think you'll see the first don't trailer know. probably. Um, Guardians. I've no idea. Um, um, I, I, I don't know anything about it, so I, I don't know. Next one, I don't get another Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Is it live action? Well, see, I watched, see this I've whole watched, Teenage Mutant like, Ninja Turtles thing of, of was the generation after us. I think this would be probably a big out. movie but because I've seen all some of the 40-somethings are going to want really enjoy But us 50-somethings don't Turtles care. Movie. Um, I, I just... I, I, just can't help feeling that it's it's such a nostalgic franchise now that it's not a big draw um, for many people. Um, so, you know, I don't think, I don't think there's enough nostalgia dollars out there to kind of make this a big success but who knows because if you want it to make it a big success yeah. nowadays you have to bring in new people you can't just now, trade on the nostalgia yeah well i i was aware of it i i'm just i i'm now you mentioned a, that blue beetle is not the two dc movies but you missed one i don't know if you <laughs> well even knew this but so, blue beetle comes out on know. august 8th um, 18th who knows that's, with this one? That's it's, a DC it's a, it character. is very left field. It could be another uh, Morbius rather than. Hmm. Well, you know, we talked before about remaking. You know, uh, ten, different ten of these movies. Remaking, by the way, are superhero I mean, all movies. Superhero which movies is, are effectively retreading. Guys, we need to um, maybe pull back and, a little uh, bit here. It would be nice to see some new material coming out, really. There's like an anti-hero, isn't he? Is this a live-action one or is it animated? Craven the Hunter comes out on October you know 6th. Also, not really a superhero. I can't uh, Spider -Man help feeling that as a general yeah. rule, I don't know. Any time that you have yeah, to wear no, animal be, skins uh, for your action. character, I don't, I don't know anything about action, it. It's never He's one of the good. least interesting. You're always going to look like villain, you're wearing so. somebody's rug. Yeah. I... <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Mm, we'll see. Yeah. Uh November third. 
Dune Part Two. Yeah. I could care yeah, less. I've got to be honest. The, the first great one thing was about Dune, and I know this, I did try and it reread. It was so boring. I've read, boring. I've read a couple of the books. So I did try and reread. It was, the original it was book awful, and I just couldn't. They had some just amazing visuals. The but, problem is ugh. the concepts that that Frank Herbert came up with Dune are amazing. It's an amazing sci-fi universe, but the actual mechanics of the story are really kind of dull, and um, it's no. really hard to get into. And uh, I think I think the movie struggled from that as well. Yep. <laughs> yes. This is. Yep. This is. Yeah. Well, this is the next one. Oh my this god! This is Can apparently you stop, please? Uh, Wonka. Willy Wonka: The Early Years. Another Willy this is Wonka how he movie. Became really. A, we're gonna, and, and if you've we're read, gonna reboot this for the third time. Well, because well, the the problem is if you've read Charlie waiting. and the Chocolate Factory, there is actually a section of the book where uh, Charlie's grandpa, who yeah, because um, so many unanswered questions like we he have did to in the know. Movie, but he he knew the story of Willy Wonka, and he there's a whole chapter where he tells Willy Wonka's story before he shut the factory down and um, disappeared, and and that's presumably what they're using to make this. But it's going to be weird. And, um, yeah, well, you know, what I'm saying is, is uh, it's, you know, this is, again, is more franchise building, and I don't know if they're going to pull it off. No. Oh, what? Hmm? What? Yeah, this is apparently a sequel to Afterlife, and it continues the story with the same characters. I loved Afterlife. Um, December 20th, I don't know anything yeah. about it. It's a new Ghostbusters movie. Afterlife was great. I loved it. Yeah. Yep. I thought the kids were so good. Paul Rudd as a, a supporting character in that was so good. I, I'm in. Well, this is, I'm, I this will is what watch that. Before the flash as well. The it's, it, this is these are dead and movies walking. On and, and at this uh, point, we we kind of know that Jason uh, Momoa is because by then we're going to know else, some like, of the plans for in, the new DC uh, universe. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. He ain't just, Aquaman just release these and yes. And you know, the, 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 I didn't even. I know um, the first Aquaman yeah. movie was quite well received. It, it probably didn't really do very much for me either. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. You know, for some reason. Yeah. No, it's boring. Yeah. I watched. I rewatched part of it, yeah. and I got about halfway through, and I was like, I don't care. This is bad. Well, it's, yeah, and um, I, I, I know it was the highest <laughs> grossing DC movie. I think you know, ever, there's, but there's a reason I, I that care. they mercilessly it, it mocked boring. Aquaman when they. I like the Jason Momoa fine, but yeah? he plays and, the same character because, in everything. You know, the guy who talks to fish is not the world's greatest superhero. <laughs> he's he's Aquaman. Yes, yes. Yeah. So that is the slate of the big budget movies coming out in 2023. Uh, I think there's some in here that's more than I was thinking yeah, that I want to go see in theaters. Me. I mean, uh, one, two, three. No, I don't think I did. Four, either. five. Um, there's like six or seven slightly movies. Worrying that I'll probably there's go 29 see in a movies on this list. And I didn't go yeah, to any theater that I could movies, think of in I 2022. I don't remember going to one, any. One, two, uh, yeah, um, Oppenheimer is a little bit uh, yeah. a biopic, but let, let's give them a pass and include that as well. Three original properties in this list is sequels or universes. Yeah, um, that is. <laughs> yeah, three. <laughs> yeah, everything else is. <laughs> yeah, retreads, exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so. Cocaine Bear, <laughs> the Elementals, and and when Cocaine Bear is like that's one of the originals. You got to be like, well, which you means know what? that's Sometimes one you got to go see. Sometimes those movies can be great. I remember. You, you got to support, um, dude. And, and when we're done recording, just go watch a trailer for Cocaine Bear. You're, you're, you're in. Yeah, um, you have to. It's, 80, it's so stupid. Movies, it's great. Which was a terrible I mean, idea. It, that was actually pretty great. Was Weekend at Bernie's? Do you remember Weekend at Bernie's? Yeah. And what you've said about Cocaine Bear suggests to me Weekend at Bernie's. What sounds like a terrible, terrible idea. And for anybody who's never heard of Weekend at Bernie's. Yeah. These oh, yeah. Two, oh, I'll do well. You know, lightweight comedy actors. Yeah. They end up going to their boss's house the weekend. He's been murdered by 
by drug runners. And to avoid the drug runners killing them as well, they have to pretend he's alive at a party all weekend. <laughs> and so uh, comedy... Uh, in fact, wasn't that Dab- Dabney Coleman who played Bernie? No? Was it, it was somebody who looked like Dabney Coleman. Anyway, this guy basically plays a dead body for the entire movie. Um, and it sounds like a really, really terrible idea. And they kind of pulled it off in the first no. one. Um, no. <laughs> but, you know, it was a... Yeah, no, no, he, no, it, it wasn't, wasn't going to win any Oscars, put it that way. Cocaine Bear, on the other hand, I can... In, I can if, if you'll excuse the pun, I can imagine a clean sweep of the next awards ceremony. <laughs> no. So... Dude, Oscar. You know what? Oscar. Sometimes the simplest elevator pitches are the ones that are successful. And let's face it, all Jaws it's was a bear it's a shark that eats people. It's literally in <laughs> You know, the if it worked for the shark, maybe it can work for a bear hopped up on cocaine. It's so bad. It yes. has to work. No. Well, I mean, it's a bear and cocaine. How could it not work? I mean, it that has to work. Oh, so we're going to wrap up this episode of Geeks Pub. We appreciate you guys listening. We love yeah. to get feedback. The show at geekspubpodcast.com. Uh, of course, you can always follow us on Twitter and Facebook, but we're doing that under the sister show, which is TechFan. Yeah, you can also hit us up yeah. on at the show at techfanpodcast.com as well. We'll get it. Uh, all the show notes are at mymac.com as well as TechFam. Or I'm sorry. <laughs> See what I did there? I almost, uh, yeah, well, it's one of those things that happen. Uh, Geekspubpodcast.com. And David and I will hopefully be back in two weeks with another episode. Look next week for a new episode of TechFan. And David, as always, I will see you soon, sir.